Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number four of the Flow Habit Podcast, and I'm your host, Dmitry Senikov. I'm excited to share all of the wonderful tools, gifts, and ideas that I have come across on my own journey. And now I'm sharing with all of the high achievers who are looking to impact the world with more ease and flow. Today's topic is the path to happiness, meaning and prosperity. And this is what I think everybody's looking for in anything that we do in our life as a motivation is we're just looking for a little more happiness. Even if you're a driven, ambitious individual who is looking to serve the world, you're doing that because you believe that this is what your meaning of life is and this is what will eventually make you happy. Not to count for all of the abundance and prosperity and, of course, money that we get to receive when we exchange our gifts in exchange. I believe there's a common quote that the purpose of life is to find your gift and the meaning of life is to give it away. I am coming to a deeper understanding of this quote to see that we are indeed all of us here looking for our purpose and for our possibly meaning of life. Because when we don't have it and we feel like life is meaningless and purposeless, we are just going by the motion. We are getting up in the morning, brushing our teeth, going to work just to pay the bills, and then we're living for the weekend. We're happy on a Friday and we hate the Sunday evening dread. And of course, the Monday morning commute, or even if it's a commute to the next office room, if you're working from home. And wouldn't you love to experience a little more meaning in your life? Wouldn't that make you a little more happier? Uh, about this time last year, I launched an offer and called it Happy Minds Academy. And I received quite um, a good response to that offer. And then as I was creating content for it and creating information for people to discover a little deeper intricacies of how our mind works, what I noticed was I was creating the very thing that I mentioned in the last episode. I was helping people create even larger walls against being unhappy, against being in the lower and slower frequency of life. So in a way, just the name itself, Happy Minds Academy, meant that we're going to help you become more happy. But of course, uh, in that, just in the naming of the uh, program, what I was doing, I was secretly, subconsciously programming people into resisting the unhappy moments. And this is what um, I want to share really that on the path to happiness it is very important that we come to an understanding that in a way the meaning of life is not just to be happy uh, i've seen a couple of quotes a couple of variations of the quote that um also our relationships our romantic and close family relationships they're not here to actually make us happy but they are here to 
help us grow, help reflect to us some of the lessons and growth opportunities uh, that we have to understand ourselves better, understand life better. And of course, uh, to come to a point of being able to relate to another in a, a beautiful, loving way that is full of unconditional love and acceptance that I know in the beginning stages when we're seeking happiness in a relationship is very hard to do because I am happy when, and then we open up our list of all of the things that I want you to do as my partner so that I will be happy, right? This is what they, in a way, help you create when you're just looking to attract and manifest a partner or um, attract a relationship. You're supposed to write all of these things that my partner is supposed to have all of these qualities, supposed to look this way. And this becomes, in a way, our happiness list in the relationship when, in fact, when people come across our experiences that we would be happy with, all of a sudden, they stop texting us back. They stop uh, responding to us in a way that we would expect them to. They stop inviting us to places that we... Um, Again, I have been conditioned to believe this is what partners do when they value us, when uh, in a way they express love to us. And so we create all of these, again, all of these boundaries and rules that say, I am only happy when all of these lists, checklists are ticked off, right? And if one of them is not, if I have some dust in the corner of my office room, I will not be happy. If I have just that little thing, then happiness goes out the window. And this is what I want to address in this particular episode, that how much power we're giving away to things outside that make us unhappy. So in a way, the path to happiness is both understand that life is going to flow in beautiful um, roller coaster of emotion. We're not here just to be at the upper limit of all of the time, right? Um, death is reality in our existence and ending of chapters. Uh, we, at some point, we change careers, change jobs, change relationships, change people, change people pass. And with that, of course, depending on how you relate to all of those uh, objects and subjects, we will um, at some point need to feel the emotion that is not considered to be happiness in all of the lower ones, the grief and anger and sadness and depression and boredom and, and all of those wonderful experiences that are here really to teach us. So um, the path to happiness is not going to be me telling you how to never to feel grief again, how to never uh, have things go not according to plan, how you have expected them to. No, um, the true authentic path to happiness is to understand everything that you have been created or conditioned to, um, de to depend your happiness on. Right, so in a way, this is this is a conscious awareness exercise to see. Maybe this is some an exercise you can do. Make a hundred list of things that uh, you can even say 
I'll be unhappy when. And this is uh, might be a little easier than the list that we have. Uh, usually we keep on in our minds, it's like, I'll be happy when I have a career, I have the money, I have the relationship, I have love, when things go uh, exactly how I want them to. So in a way, if you actually do want to be happy, then we, we need to look at all of the things that make you unhappy at the moment. Uh, going to the extent that um, maybe happy is not the word, but going to the extent, even when I am going through the most chaotic time in my life, even when things are breaking apart, exploding, um, life is changing, uh, and even, you know, loved ones and people are dying out there. If this is not making me happy, then we'll get a look at that. So I'm not saying you need to be joyful when bad stuff happens to other people. And maybe the word here is not happiness, but really peace and attachment and observation of just life coming in and coming out. And when we are not bothered by that outside thing happening out there that is outside of me, when I'm not bothered, when I'm not affected by it, that is the true path to happiness. Because then you'll be able to, something happens on the outside, even if it triggers me, even if it makes me feel bad, when we accept it, we are no longer resisting it and we're no longer making that thing outside and also the feeling that we have inside making me unhappy as a result. So this is the way to get there, is to remove anything that in a way whacks us off the pedestal of happiness, of peace and presence in the moment and and trust and curious and attachment to how life is going to unfold next. It is not that we need to acquire the frequency of happiness, but it is uh, an understanding that deep inside, when we were born as little babies, we were happy. And in a way, we are happy by definition, inherently, already, and always deep inside. And then we just have been conditioned, not even of our own doing, even pre-verbal when we were kids, just observing our parents and the world, how it operates. We have created conditions of things that make me happy. So in order to discover happiness, we need to start removing all of this stuff. And that's why I decided to move away from the name of Happy Minds Academy was because it was keeping us stuck at a certain level of um, protection still. I still want to be happy. Um, and I don't want other things to make me unhappy. But in a way, the path to happiness is through the acceptance of the darker, um, unclear, uncertain parts of life. And this is what we're going to get deeper and deeper into discovery, how mind creates a reality. And even how we make the chase for happiness is what makes it resist us and, and keeps going away. So in a way, it's like our energetic field trying to chase happiness because we need it, because we attach to it. 
is the very thing that is keeping it away. It's a little paradoxical aspect of the mind, and we'll get to um, cover in detail how to actually get there. And if, if you want to get some personal attention to it, I invite you to join some of our programs. You can reach out to me on Instagram or uh, visit us at flowhabit.com. Um, I'm hoping this is making clear now that the um, race to happiness is not how to get there, but what is in the way of that right now. Even if you're dealing with addictions and things in life that are not working, it's not about shifting that perspective. Why am I doing all of this stuff that I, I don't want to be doing, but really an understanding that everything that is happening in your life right now needs to be the exact way it is right now for you to be listening, to have the motivation to be in this conversation right now, because you are on the very verge of transforming everything that you have left up to this point, like everything that happened the way it needed to happen in your life has brought you to this very moment for you to be open to this conversation so that you can make that jump in consciousness to the next level where and to understand that you're not the one making life happen. You don't need to be the one who's making the life happen. And it's uh, in a way a two-step approach that in the past, everything that happened was none of my doing. Like I was born with the body I was born into the parents, into experiences, how awful or how amazing uh, they could be. It was none of my doing. It was none of my mind's doing. Because I had, you know, I had no say when I was born, when I was born or where I was born or the family I was born into or my parents' conditions, conditioning. Right. So the past was none of my doing. It was really a result of a bunch of, in a way, programmed beliefs that my body has experienced. And all of the decisions that I made, they were not on my fault because I was making them trusting that it was the most optimal decision at the time. Even if you're doing bad decisions, like succumbing to some of the addictions or succumbing to your bad emotions, uh, acting out out of reactivity, causing pain and hurt to others, and it's important to understand that that was none of your doing, right? The past was none of your doing because one, it already happened. We can't make a change. But two, it happened because those were beliefs and programs you had at the time. And of course, knowing now what you know now, that's why you think they were bad decisions because now you have a bigger expanded view of life. And this is the point of, of this podcast is to help you expand your view even more which gets us to the second pillar in the way. Once we understand that the past was not on my doing, now we get to see the future that, in a way, I can't control the future the way it's going to happen, or the mind can't. And these are the conversations we're having uh, with some of the human design focus that we're here to shift human consciousness away from operating from our mental planning, goals, setting, and achievement focus where I need to be the one, this mind and body needs to be the one to make it all happen to, we get to come down from the mind into an embodied experience of how we feel in the body, of taking direction from our intuitive sense, not from our mental conditioning, but 
tapping into that higher level of intelligence and consciousness that is already inherently with us that we have never been taught to do and that in a way we have been conditioned to not listen and to go against right we're getting to shift all of that with this podcast and with all of our programs so if you're here looking to end the suffering and the struggle and the frustration and to find out how you can live your life more fully, more alive, you're, the, you're in the perfect place. And that's why this episode is called The Path to Happiness, Meaning and Prosperity. So once we understand that the past was not our doing, that the future is in a way not of our minds doing, but that the future is already a beautiful future has been created for us. So we just need to align with it because it's already here in a way. We have <clears throat> not a set destiny that we can't control. Um, <clears throat> some, some of the spiritual um, teachers are saying, kind of, well, we can't control anything. And some of the discussions I've been in where, well, if we're not the one making the choice and choosing and that the, there's destiny, then what's the point? Then like, what do you mean? Like I can't impact my world and this is too much disempowering. And I totally understand. I've been there. Um, I was watching myself not doing anything and that's not the best experience as well. So my point with this entire podcast, my point with my own entire existence, any conversation that I have with people is to help you understand that the past was none of you doing. So the guilt and shame that we feel about it is very important to process as well. And also allow you to see that the past had nothing to do with you. You weren't responsible for it. Having said that, now you have the ability to be able to look at how you want to experience life going forward, but not from the point of, I want more money and I want to be... Um, create a business and I want to have a relationship and I want to have a baby and family and everything else. But from the point of continued dissolution of all of the conditioning that we have been placed on upon, that it was not even us doing the conditioning. It was, it was just the society, the way life is, the other humans, we were learning how others were operating. And so now we're helping you understand and decondition to the point that life is here helping us live into our own authentic expression and creativity. We didn't come here to survive. We didn't come here to achieve. And in a way, we have come here to experience and to create and to play in this physical reality to follow our passion and bliss which will lead us through a journey of discovery of the ups and downs of emotional outbursts and and feeling alive in a way that it's as if we're watching a movie but it is our movie and we are the character in it and at first we are I love Joseph Campbell's uh, hero's journey concept here that first we go through all of the trust struggle. We get to experience what life isn't, what it isn't, um, what it is. And we make mistakes. 
and we learn that we don't like making mistakes and we learn that we get rejected and we figure out that sometimes we want to please other people and do things that are not our natural sense of of uh, the way we do things. And then at some point we get to come back to who we really are. We get to see through all of the fears that we have seen. And we come to an, a realization that there's nothing to fear, that the way life appears to us is solely a reflection of how we see ourselves and life. And we stop trying to fix the external because it's like fighting the mirror. You may have heard this, that in order to make the person in the mirror smile, the only thing we got to do is smile ourselves. And this is coming to the point that even your intimate relationship is a reflection of you. The, the partners uh, in our relationships are not here to make us happy. They're here to reflect back to us the way we relate to ourselves. So if your partner is not listening to you, is not caring about your feelings, well, maybe what they're saying is that you are not listening or caring much about your feelings. This is the way I have an empowered sense that whenever life makes things happen to me in a way, and I get to reflect like, where am I ignoring my own desires at once? And where am I putting myself in the back seat that I'm not important? Because everything that is happening for us is helping us understand that this oxygen mask theory, making it to practice that if we're not taking care of ourselves, nobody, nobody out there will ever. And when we make ourselves the first, this this is what we get to cover through a lot. I understand there's a lot of stuff that gets in the way that I need to serve others. And we have been taught altruism where I need to forget about myself. I'm not as important as long as I'm serving others. And we need to put others first. And it's all nice and great messages, but uh, it's only to help us wake up from this, in a way, slumber of sleeping uh, that everything is about me and I need to win and I need to acquire wealth and I need to steal and manipulate in order for me to feel good and for me to be supported. From that level of message, yes, we need to care about the the others and we need to be of service more and, and all of this. And then we come back to a realization that we are the most important human here. And if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't set the boundaries in place, if we don't take care of our own energy, there will be none of the energy left for us to serve. And to serve with our guests that we have come here to share with the world. So this is the path to happiness. And in a way to meaning, we come back to seeing that everything that happens in life is just a reflection of how we see ourselves, how we relate to our own wants and desires. And that the meaning now of life is to go within. We're not trying to achieve out there and change our life out there because out there is just a reflection of the 
in here. So the, we begin to see that life is happening inside out. It's a reflection. And when we solely focus on the inside out living, when we get to remove all of the conditioning and all of the clothing that we have put on to protect ourselves, and when we stop trying to make other people change, right? It's like, I want to save people from hunger. Well, in a way, have you gotten to a position that you are feeding your own um, sense of desire, self-worth, self-love, and everything else? And all of these are big words, and I know this is only <laughs> a few episodes in, but <clears throat> I'll have to go deep right away. So the whole meaning of life is to see that it is just a reflection of uh, how I feel about myself inside. And especially as the ambitious entrepreneurs that we are, we have made the meaning that when I perform, when I serve, when I contribute is when my life has meaning and have purpose. And when I get validated and that's kind of my life worth something when I'm doing something for others. And this time in this conversation, we are hoping you can get to the next level of seeing both yourself and your purpose in life, that you have come here to experience yourself um, and that you need to remember to put yourself back on the pedestal. In a way, this is the way the third level of selfishness, right? If, if we look at the first level of being selfish, Everything is for me. Second level is being altruism and service. And we third level, we're back to selfishness that when I serve myself is when I serve others. When I'm doing stuff that makes me come alive, when I'm doing things that I love doing is the exact thing that serves others, the whole, the world, is when we stop feeling resentful for when we do stuff in order to get an outcome in order to be liked and when we don't get the response that we want that is the most selfish thing when we're trying to do something for others they don't need it we feel bad in the process and then the whole thing is we're not serving with what we actually come here to do but when we instead find the meaning in doing what we love and keep discovering if you don't know what you love just yet uh, keep discovering. And a uh, few conversations I've had where a number of people are right now in the discovery process of how do I find what I love? And this is why I spent years in this stuff too. And I was trying to come, uh, this deserves possibly a different episode and, and I may expand it a little more. We have also been conditioned that I want to know, I want to understand what makes me feel alive. I want to understand with my mind what is my purpose, what I came here to do. And in a way, I love one of my mentors, um, how he said it was, how can you understand the taste of orange or a taste of pineapple? How can you understand the smell of a rose? How can you understand the warm feeling of the sun as it is coming up in the morning, in the summer morning. Can't understand those things. Those are things that need to be experienced, sensed through the body. 
And you can possibly, if you have already, right, tasted lemon, orange, pineapple, now you can have a sense of how that feels like. If you've never tasted pineapple, you would have no idea. There would be no way for you to understand it but to get a freaking pineapple and taste it. So if you're looking for what will make you come alive, the stuff that make you enjoy doing, it is not a mind's job to figure out, to understand, to come to, or you know, logically solve this problem. You need to drop into the body sensation. It makes your body feel good when you do things. And that, that applies to every profession and career out there. How does it make you feel in the body when you're speaking with people? How does it make you feel when you're out there designing beautiful stuff on the computer? When you're drawing beautiful art, when you're creating beautiful music, when you're dancing, how does it make you feel and sense in the body? Not understand with your mind. You can't understand music with your mind. You can't. You can only experience it. So that is, in a way, the path to meaning that we can't understand with our mind, we have to experience it. And this is what really the purpose of our life is to try a bunch of experiences, fail a bunch of times, come to an understanding that uh, happiness is, is behind all of the things that we have um, made happiness depend on. So when we remove, then we're just inherently happy. And that the path to meaning is to dive deep into life and learn to love all of the emotion that comes with it and be alive and wake up from a world that has, I love this word, roboticized and intellectualized our, our experience. And that's okay. This is what we've uh, been conditioned for thousands of years as a human species. And we are on the cusps of transformation. And I love this. I love being on the leading edge. I'm grateful for all of the experiences I have received to wake up from my brilliant mind back into experiencing life as it's meant to, to be alive. And the last piece, of course, the path to prosperity. This is one of the key fundamental foundations. I also want to mention that prosperity is not the digits on your screen. It is not the numbers in your account. It is a feeling. It is a state of being, of being prosperous, of being in flow, of giving and receiving, receiving and then serving. Because you may have hundreds of thousands and hundreds of millions in your bank account, and you're going to be in a state, it could be, and many people are in a state <clears throat> of lack they are now afraid to lose it they're now afraid to they're in control of this trying to make more they're trying to not uh, lose any it's a constant state of not being prosperous it is a state of lack and now needing to control the environment in order to keep all of that money and funds and and everything else and um, even if you don't have any money right now even if you're in debt of course it's just an up 
and we're out picturing it's the it's the effect of the underlying cause and um We'll dive into all of this money stuff and kind of these are the conversations we're having <clears throat> inside of our coaching groups containers. That when, even when you don't have money right now, you could be in a state of prosperity, that there is more than enough, that there will always be more than enough, that you are seeing money as just the uh, result of the way you've been seeing yourself in the world, the way you've been seeing your gifts or not seeing your gifts, and of course, acting or not acting on those gifts and serving other people. And when you are, and you, when you get to the state of prosperity, when you get to feel it inside of your cells and bones and inside of your DNA, that similar to how you are happy by default inherently, and so all of the things that we have placed around it. Same thing with prosperity. You are a prosperous being right now deep inside. And it's just a matter of removing all of the layers, all of the lack and fears that we have put around it to come to an understanding that prosperity is a state of being that is unconditioned or I forget the word. It's basically, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are outside. We can always be prosperous in that. All of the things that are happening in life, even when we're losing all of the things, we know that stuff is being taken away from me right now because life is redirecting me. There's a bigger, much bigger purpose for me to serve. And I'm speaking from experience. I've had a number of startups, businesses that either I needed to sell or has been taken away from me uh, in some regard. Uh, maybe I'll share the story where <clears throat> kind of a Facebook ad tool that I was building at some point when we started growing, getting thousands of signups per day, per week. And I forget how many we were getting. And then we got a knock on the door <laughs> or an email from Facebook saying, it's like, okay, it's time to shut it off. Um, and it kind of, I'm not, I'm not going to go into detail of what and how, but I saw it as life redirecting me. And I said, okay, I'm not going to fight this thing. Um, that means there's another fight for me to fight, which is what I'm doing right now with this face, uh, with this podcast, with all of the conversations that I'm having with people, helping high achievers come back to the internal, unshakable core presence inside that knows at each and every moment what it is that you need to be doing in order to magnetize and create all of the opportunities, conversations that you will ever need for the rest of your life. Coming back to this inner GPS that is always guiding you, if only you heard the call. Right, and, and sometimes I'd like to mention that coming from the consciousness level and awareness that we have to be the ones to make stuff happen, we start doing things that are not pleasant to us, that we don't really want to do, that are taking energy away from us, but we're doing it because a sales coach told us, because somebody else is doing it, they're making, uh, they're getting good results doing it, but it's not who we are. It doesn't feel good. It's sapping our energy. And then the universe kind of there gets a, an idea for a project to do an opportunity. And then it would check, okay, which of the people is able to, bring this down into the world. 
and they look at you and they're like, oh, this is the perfect person to for this opportunity. But look at them. They're burning out already. They don't have the energy. Like there's no way they'd be able to handle this amazing program, gift, opportunity to serve the world. They're just not ready. They need to rest. They don't have the energy. There's, there's no way if I, as the universe is thinking, if I add more to their plate that they'll be able to handle it because they can't handle the stuff that is already on their plate right now. And so the universe either puts this project on hold or it gives it to somebody else. And then the way that shows up is sometimes you see other people succeed with things and you think it's like, oh, I had the same idea. I didn't act on it. I didn't have the energy. I wish I did. And then from the level of conscious prosperity state, we know that there's always going to be ideas. There's so many more things, good things coming to the world through you, including that that just needed to happen that way. And that other person needed to bring those projects in, not you, because you are still in the way, this school of earth, learning how to operate your energy, how to set the proper boundaries, how to trust your body, how to communicate with your body, how to know what food to eat, how to know when to rest, when to work, when to do stuff, when to get into discipline, when to actually let go and relax, when to push the gas pedal and when to you know let go of the brake. This is why kind of things have been happening the way they've been happening for you. It's just a beautiful amount of learnings and lessons. And so um, this is the path to happiness, meaning and prosperity. I am grateful to be having this conversation right now. I am the first time or the first person hearing as it comes out of my mouth. It's interesting. I'm having this, um, in a way, a separated experience that is just coming through me. And I would love for you to get there as well, that life gets to be beautiful when you step out of the way, when you stop sabotaging, when you stop claiming credit for stuff that wasn't yours, and when you stop taking responsibility for maybe darker parts that also were not none of your choosing. And you're just, in a way, have been conditioned to beat yourself up for things that uh, needed to happen the way they needed to happen for everybody to have the experience, to learn something from it, including yourself. And this is a path forward. This is the way we get to flow with life. This is the way we get to uncover, follow our bliss as uh, I think the Joseph Campbell hero's journey said, like, if we forget everything else and just follow our bliss, and in a way, first, for me, that was the main thing. Like, what, what is my bliss? I didn't know what my bliss was because I had a bunch of conditioning, had my mind very strong, thinking that I shouldn't follow my bliss or my bliss won't make money or my happiness is not what people need or want or I won't be validated if I just do what I love. So I'm here for all of you to be able to live your life, doing what you love, being well compensated for it, having a state of 
purpose and value and meaning just in your existence that you don't need to do anything. Even when you're on vacation, when you're just drinking coffee in the morning or your favorite smoothie, that that way you are adding to an existence, to life, to wholeness. And from that level, you get to create for us to experience you even more with your uniqueness and your authentic self. I would love to know the insights you have received in this episode and path to happiness, meaning and prosperity. I would love to know what you already see as things that maybe keeping away from feeling happy, have meaning, feeling prosperous. And also, if you're feeling uncertain right now, just know life is meant to be uncertain. It was never meant to be certain. It's just our minds, they need the certainty. So we're just developing the muscle. But life is uncertain, and in a way, we get to create life, not to be certain about it. We get to live life, not to achieve it. Reach out, let me know how this is landing for you. I would love to create a conversation out of each of these episodes. If you have any more questions, if you want to go any deeper into any details, let me know and I can cover them in future episodes. Or also feel free to hop in into our um, Flow Habit Academy weekly conversations where we get to support you on your own journey of awakening, raising your consciousness to the next level to be in flow with life, to uncover your gifts and genius so that you can impact the world. Talk soon.